Well, good morning and welcome to our service uh, from the Burnham Benefice for this Sunday, April the 18th, which is the third Sunday of Easter. Our service will begin with some opening music. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you, and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed for us. Let us therefore rejoice by putting away all malice and evil, and confessing our sins with a sincere and a true heart. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour, in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may serve you in newness of life, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, 
and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The glory to God in the highest and peace to the people on earth. Lord God, Heavenly King, Almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. And the collect for the third Sunday of Easter. Almighty Father, who in your great mercy gladden the disciples with the sight of the risen Lord, give us such knowledge of his presence with us, that we may be strengthened and sustained by his risen life, and serve you continually in righteousness and truth. We ask this through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our first lesson is taken from Acts chapter 3, starting at verse 12. When Peter saw it, he addressed the people, You Israelites, why do you wonder at this? Or why do you stare at us as though by our own power or piety we had made him walk? The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, the God of our ancestors, has glorified his servant Jesus, whom you handed over and rejected in the presence of Pilate, though he had decided to release him. But you rejected the Holy and Righteous One, and asked to have a murderer given to you, and you killed the author of life, whom God raised from the dead. To this we are witnesses, and by faith in his name, his name is itself has made this man strong, whom you see and know, and the faith that is through Jesus has given him this perfect health in the presence of all of you. And now, friends, I know that you acted in ignorance, as did also your rulers. In this way, God fulfilled what he had foretold through all the prophets, that his Messiah would suffer. Repent, therefore, and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out. This is the word of the Lord. Our second lesson is taken from the first letter of John, chapter 3. See what love the Father has given us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now. What we will be has not yet been revealed. What we do know is this, when he is revealed, we will be like him, for we will see him as he is. And all who have this hope in him purify themselves, just as he is pure. 
Everyone who commits sin is guilty of lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. You know that he was revealed to take away sins, and in him there is no sin. No one who abides in him sins. No one who sins has either seen him or known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. Everyone who does what is right is righteous, just as he is righteous. This is the word of the Lord. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. And our Gospel is taken from Luke chapter 24, beginning at verse 36. Jesus himself stood among the eleven and their companions and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and terrified and thought that they were seeing a ghost. He said to them, Why are you frightened and... Why do doubts arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet. See that it is I myself. Touch me and see. For a ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. While in their joy they were disbelieving and still wondering, he said to them, Have you anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. Then he said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures, and he said to them, Thus it is written that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. This is the Gospel of Christ. May I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peter sometimes gets a bad rap we remember him trying to set up booths for Moses, Elijah and Jesus. We remember him having insufficient faith to walk across the sea to Jesus. We remember him 
refusing to let Jesus wash his feet. And most of all, of course, there was that threefold denial just before the cock crowed. Peter's frailty and fallibility uh, are undoubtedly very encouraging to us, for even with all these weaknesses, Jesus makes him head of the church. Now this morning's reading from the book of Acts, Luke's account of the early days of the church, has been slightly set adrift by the lectionary from its context. It begins, when Peter saw it, he addressed the people. Which is a very strange beginning, and it prompts us, of course, to look back in the text to answer our obvious question, when Peter saw what? The preceding story is set at the beautiful gate of the temple, where a lame man is being carried in, as he is every day, to lay there and beg for alms from the people at three o'clock in the afternoon, where the people are going up to pray. Peter and John, seeing him there, begging, declined to give him any money. But instead, Peter said, I have no silver or gold, but what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, stand up and walk. The lame man is spectacularly healed, and he then enters the temple, walking and leaping about, praising God. When the people saw this, they all ran to Peter and John, who by now are in Solomon's portico. And this is what Peter saw, an excited, enervated crowd running to them, to hail them and give him and John credit for the healing. Now, this is a new Peter. Not the one who ran away from the servant girl and the taunting by the fire, where you remember she said, he is one of them. But a Peter has been empowered by the events of recent weeks. The transforming effects of the resurrection and of Jesus' appearance to them all coming of the Holy Spirit, for this all happens after Pentecost, not to mention his own self-confidence, boosted by the miracles of healing, have so altered Peter that he wants to confront, argue with, and if possible change the crowd in front of him. And he absolutely grasps the opportunity to do so, which may be even more surprising, since he leaves us in no doubt that this audience are the crucify-crying people of Good Friday. Brave, therefore, in the face of the possible attack, yet he does not hide his belief or allegiance. In our Gospel reading, Jesus stood among them and said, Thus it is written that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead. On the third day, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. Notice how closely Peter follows these instructions. He and John are at the temple in Jerusalem, right at the very centre of the Jewish world. They are to take the message of the Messiah 
to all nations. Peter begins by recalling Abraham, Isaac and Jacob to underline that Jesus is from the one true God, the God of their and his, that's to say Peter's, ancestors. By this power has the lame man been healed. We, Peter and John, are but witnesses, just as Jesus said. And look at what Peter proclaims. Repentance and forgiveness. Your sins may be wiped out. Peter, previously known to us as wayward, get behind me, Satan, Jesus said to him, is now fully in line, following the instructions of Jesus to the letter. Change forever. There is the transforming effect of all they saw, felt and heard, and of course now fully believe. Can we reach back to grasp this and be transformed ourselves? Amen. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is, seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things are made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, on the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. and We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the church and for the world and let us thank God for his goodness to us. Lord, we pray for your church in these joyous days of Eastertide, when you spent time with your disciples after your resurrection. Help our church to recover the excitement and beauty of those days and to communicate the love and hope that you show us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father in heaven, we bring your world to you praying for those countries still in the fiercest grip of the pandemic, thinking today particularly of India, where hospitals are overwhelmed and critical drugs and treatments are in the shortest of supply. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord of all who looks for the health and well-being of everyone, we pray that as we emerge from the official mourning period for His Royal Highness Prince Philip, that we will take from his examples 
such good things as will allow us to contribute fully to the life of our country. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Almighty God, we thank you for the so effective rollout of the vaccination programme, not least here in our area, where local doctors and volunteers have provided a most friendly and efficient service. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we bring to you now those who we know to be ill, uh, including in our thoughts and prayers those who we do not know. And uh, among those we pray for in this benefice are John Crombie, uh, Jill Smith, and also we keep in our prayers Nora, who was recently taken into hospital. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you for those who we have lived our lives with and for whom we have continuing love, even though we no longer see them. And so, Lord, at this time, we pray for the friends and family of Sylvia Tasker, and we ask you, Lord, to walk with them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, help us to trust you, even though we do not see you, especially when we are shadowed by sorrow or doubt. Let our hearts rejoice and let us walk always in the light of your presence. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And so we join together in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Our closing hymn this morning is Crown Him with Many Crowns. so we come to our blessing. The risen Christ came and stood among his disciples and the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the eternal covenant make you perfect in every good work to do his will working in you that which is well pleasing in his sight and the blessing of God Almighty the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you, be with all those you love, and remain with you always. Amen.